Come on, clap your hands, everybody. Come on. Hi, I'm Henry Davis, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park in Landover, Maryland, a Bible-believing, Christ-centered, and Spirit-led congregation. I want to welcome you to our radio broadcast. And remember, there's power at the park. chapter 22 easy to find why because it's the last book of the Bible amen beginning at verse number one it says then the angel showed me a river with the water of life clear as crystal flowing from the throne flowing flowing from the throne of God and of the lamb it flowed down the center of the main street on each side of the river grew a tree of life bearing 12 crops of fruit with a fresh crop each month the leaves were used for medicine to heal the nations no longer will there be a curse upon anything for the throne of God and of the lamb will be there and his servants will worship him they will see his face and his name written on their foreheads there will be no night there no need for lamps or sun for the Lord God will shine on them and they will reign forever then the angel said to me everything you have heard and seen is trustworthy and true the Lord God who inspires his prophets Send his angel to tell his servants what will happen soon. Look, I am coming soon, and blessed are those who obey the words of prophecy written in this book. The words of God for the people of God. Blessed be the name of God. You may go to your seats around the building, even in presence of our God. We're looking in this worship service at the theme, a life lined up. A life lined up. You want your life to be lined up with the word. That's why many of us will press our way to worship our daily devotions our daily Bible readings our being connected to the word points us in the direction of a life lined up I'm a baseball fan, amongst many other things I watch, but I watch baseball because I played baseball for many years. I had the ability in an organized game from Little League up through high school 
to play every position in an organized game except first base. Not that I couldn't play first base, but they normally wanted somebody a little taller at that position. But every other place on the baseball diamond, I spent time from third base to shortstop to pitch, catch, all of the outfield positions, second base. One of the critical things that our coaches would tell us was making sure that we would be in the right position. When a ball is hit, you want to make sure that you can hit the cutoff man. You want to make sure that you're lined up. You, there always needs to be an awareness. What's the pitch count? How many outs? Because all of those things will determine what you will do if the ball is hit to you. Lined up. Now, baseball, along with everything else, has been flooded by analytics. The analytics now say that if you hit the ball in one direction the majority of the time, there's no need to worry about the other side. Let me do it. Let me go. Let me go old school, some of you are in this room and you would remember the late first baseman of the San Francisco Giants by the name of Willie McCovey. Willie McCovey played along with other Hall of Famer, some who consider the base, best baseball player of all time, the Say Hey Kid roaming center field by the name of Willie Mays. McCovey made known for what is the McCovey shift. McCovey was left-handed. Generally, when he hit the ball, he hit the ball in one direction. Lined up. Because of the abilities, the one of the things that I was probably born a left-hander. But being left-handed has disadvantages. There are left-handers in this room, and you understand that most of the world is designed for the right-hander. From golf clubs and many of the things. So my parents forced me to become right-handed. But as a result of that, I did not lose my left-hand skills. And they would come into valuable points in life. One after a basketball injury, which I broke my right wrist, and I thought that that was going to be my exit of being able to come home from college. My mother said, ain't no way. Use your left hand. That ability, again, we're looking at how we line our lives up. I mentioned, I'm not bragging, I'm just, just painting the picture for you. 
I was a switch hitter in baseball, so I could either hit left or right, depending on how it was going or depending on who I'm facing. I, I use the same strategy when I play ping pong. Another one of my things that I like to do, Deacon Larry Harper, who's recovering but watching online. Sometimes when I'm playing in a ping pong game, in order to throw off the competition, I will switch hands. You thought you were playing a righty, I'll go lefty on you. It will throw things off because you're mind has been lined up for it coming from one direction. Here it is. Let me come to my real point because some of you say none of that means a thing to me, but here it is something spiritually that should. You want to make sure your life is lined up with God's word. There, there's, there are blessings when my, when my life is Lined up, I'm lined up, I'm lined up, and, and I'm lined up. And, and, here, and here it is. One of the reasons why I want to make sure my life is lined up, number one, live your life with the expectancy of Christ's arrival. Every now and then, and I can do this from a reflective point, and there are persons who can relate to this, that there were moments perhaps in your growing up years and your parent or parents would leave the house and they would leave you with an assignment. Make sure you wash the dishes, make sure you make the bed, make sure you mop the floor, make sure you sweep the floor, make sure you get X job done by the time I get home. Many of us, we procrastinate. You're not coming back till what time? Oh, I got plenty of time. And let it be multiple days. Oh, y'all, you, you mean you got, I got multiple days to complete this little bitty assignment. So I will, Brother John Askew, wait. But you know what's coming next. That all of a sudden plans have changed. And there is an early arrival. The early arrival will bring a sense of anxiety. That's not a car I just heard, is it? That's not a door being opened. Because you know your, the assignment has not been completed. What is even worse, in some cases, Brother Moore, it has not even been started. You have to deal with the consequences of that. Let me rush past that because somebody just had a flashback of work given and work not completed, but work not even begun. The reality of the Bible is, is that Jesus Christ is coming back again. The other reality is, is that we don't know when we will leave this world. We think we have time. We hope we have time. But you really don't know. Heart goes out to that lady who was caught in the crossfire, 72 years of age, of gunfire. It's the world we live in. I'll gather this week with the young, with the family, 
as they will mark, I believe, one year since their young son was killed while playing video games in his house not far from this church. Talk with his mother. He was a student at one time at Highland Park Christian Academy, young P.J. Evans. You don't know what is around the corner for you. You want to believe that you have time. You want to believe that your health is good, but you don't really, 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 really know. An aneurysm, heart attack. Some person who are listening to me right now, it's as, it's, as, it's as simple and as quick as this. That everything changes. Then you have to try to figure out how do I rework what I'm dealing with. Currently reading a book by a gentleman. It is, it is very entertaining. I shared with a couple of our runners in our, in our church. The title of the book is 20, 26 Marathons. If you know anything about marathon, the marathon is 26.2 miles. I run into person sometimes. Steve, you do too. Joel, you run into folk. And you say, I'm going to run a marathon. They say, how long is that? They're all the same length, 26.2. Unless you're doing ultra marathon at 50, or unless you're doing a half marathon at 13.1. I'm trying to decide which one I'll do this year. But here's the point that I'm trying to share with you. In Meb's book, he talks about, the gentleman who talks about it, he's an American runner, and his last name is very long. I'm not going to give that all to you. But he talks about in every race, he ran 26 marathons, and he learned a lesson in every one of them. And he shares those life principles. You can be a non-runner and enjoy it. I'm just throwing it out there. It's not in the, on the book list. I'm just, that's, just, that's just a toss out to you. But here's the thing. Life is a marathon. It's not a sprint. I mentioned baseball. Let's go track. I was a sprinter. Short distances. You know, the 100, the 200. Short, quick, fast, done. Not that. No. Quick. And sprinting is keyed upon many times the start. Getting in the blocks, coming out, not too high, but coming out, lined up. I'm trying to help you today. You have to line up your life with God's word. Here it is, here it is, here it is. Live with, live your life with the expectancy of Christ's arrival. He's coming. Scripture says, verse number seven, Lucy, look, I am coming soon. I'm coming soon. You need to understand because God looks at time unlike we look at time. 
You're talking about your biological clock and all that other kind of stuff. It's God's time. I put my life in your hands, God. Any way you want to use me, bless me, whatever you want to do, I turn it over to you. And there are persons here today. And God has given you grace. Medical reports said you shouldn't be here. But thank God you are. Because that doctor did not have the last word. There are people in this room that you that they told you that you did not have the mental capacity to get to the levels where God has been able to take you. They didn't give you what you had. They don't know the equipment that God has placed between your ears. Look. I'm coming soon. I'm coming soon. I, I, Eunice, I want to be ready when he comes. I don't, I don't want to be come. I, want to be, I don't want you to catch me with my work undone. Thank God, Tawana Schooler, for your mother living 96 years. Life of faith. I, talk, I tell families who gather what a blessing it is when you can celebrate a life well lived. A life Lined up. It's a blessing when a life is lined up. It's a different atmosphere when a life is lined up. When a life is lined up with the word of God, then you don't have to, you don't have, to have uh, the minister to do a magical act. Where you, where you try to make up for everything you didn't do. You got a long program, long of this, and then you go get all that. You're going to get special singers in, all of that, and you're still going to hell. <laughs> I told the family, I said, you can get the Mississippi Mass Choir, you can get Kirk Franklin, Donnie McClurkin, you can get Joel Osteen and T.D. T.D. Jakes, and still go to hell. You better get make sure. Your life is lined up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can talk about, oh, we were there for three hours. I don't care how long you were there. I thank God we had a family came in here, and we celebrated that family in 35 minutes. The family came in. They said, we will have no remarks. We will have no one making a statement. We just want to mark the moment. And in 35 minutes, we were walking out of the door. Shortest funeral I've ever done in my life. No comments. Read a scripture, pray, a message, and we go on. Because the life was lined up. We don't need to make any kind of display. We don't have to prove anything to anybody else. We know the relationship we had. We marched out of here in 35 minutes. I was, I was, I was eating brunch at 12.15. You need to make sure that your life is lined up. Line up, line up. Line. That's why we got up early this morning. Lord, I want my life lined up. 
I'm not what I want to. I want to be. I want to be anchored. I, I, I see. I see some of you in our virtual spaces right now. You want our, your life lined up. Some folk will live like their life is lined up as long as they think somebody's watching them. But all of a sudden, when they are, think they're outside of the view of others, all of a sudden. Language changes. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about your cousin. Don't be, don't, don't, don't be looking at me mad. This has nothing to do with you. You want to make sure that your life, look, I am coming soon. The next part of that says, blessed are those who obey the words of prophecy written in this book. You're blessed. That's my second point. Blessings are the benefits of, of obedience. I'm blessed because I'm obedient to God's word. I'm blessed because I'm obedient in every aspect in, in my life, in my giving, in my witness. I'm blessed. And that's my evangelistic reach out today. That if your knife is not lined up, what you waiting on? He's already died on the cross. He's already gotten up from the grave. I said last night in our, in our, in our, in our Saturday night worship, I, there, at least one of those criminals who was hanging next to Jesus, he said, I, here I am. It, it, it's down to the end now. I, I might as well get lined up. I mean, it's all over now. I'm, I'm not going to be, if you, if you this, that, and the other, you'll get down. I, I, I need to make sure that if you are Jesus, I want to make sure my life is lined up. And then Jesus said, today, hallelujah, you're going to be with me in paradise. That's good news. I don't, I don't know. Just when I, when I think about being in paradise. See, some of y'all, so we got some folk now, they watch and worship from the, the Cayman Islands and Jamaica and all this other. I, but I'm thinking, and you, I, know you, I know you're out there with your sandals and all of that, but I'm talking about paradise in Christ. And the great thing is, is that once my life is lined up, I don't have to die to start drawing benefits. I do die, Keisha to an old life but I rise now in the newness of life it's right there it's right there you you don't have to you don't have to it says it says blessed are those who obey the words of prophecy written in this book wow that's just great made that's just great to know Great to know how great God is. Here's my last thing. Don't allow your realization of God to come too late. I, again, I know y'all know Jesus because if you didn't know Jesus, you wouldn't have gotten up this early for church. I know you know him. I know you know him. But, it's a, it, it, but you end up because here's, here's the challenge. Here's the challenge. Everyone who is a believer 
Deacon McCormick needs to be witnessing to somebody else. And many times in our witnessing, there are those who are skeptics. They'll come up with all kinds of excuses. We had a person who went viral this week, very ignorant, over a Movado watch. All you do is Google it, it'll come, it'll come right up. Stu total stupidity. And then he came back and apologized with a written statement. And he was, he was, he was lambasting his members because they did not give him a watch. He was laying them out. He had others who were rooting him on. Preach, Reverend, preach, preach. Where does a Movado watch fit into the gospel? I could care less about your watch. But you do need to know what time it is. <laughs> because the moment is going to come and then you're going to hear it like this. Playtime is over. You go, the time is going to come when you're going to have to understand there's only one way. I don't want to wait until it's too late. I'm thanking God that when you get to that point, there's going to be no night, no need for lamps, sun. Lord God is shining. I want to be shining, not just in my right now, but I want to shine all my life. Every step that I take, let me, let me come at it another way. Every move that I make, I want to make sure I'm shining, shining for Jesus. You're a shining star right here in the high, at Highland Park. Start shining. Let the light of Jesus shine through your life. That's why I like that song, This Little Light of Mine. I'm going to let it shine. Line up your life. Lined up with the word of God. Lined up with your will. I will bless the name of the Lord. I will lift up my hands and give God the glory. Hallelujah. Don't wait until it's too late. That sixth verse, and then the angel said to me, everything you've heard and seen is trustworthy and true. The Lord God who inspires his prophets, has sent his angel to tell his servants what will happen soon, soon, and very soon. I'm going to see the king. Good morning, Highland Park. Let's start making breakfast plans right now. But when I think of the goodness of Jesus, and all he's done for me. Yes. Yes. What a mighty God he is. Ferris of 10,000. Bright and morning star. Alpha and Omega. Can nobody do me like the Lord? Say yes. Say yes. 
and life. Line up. I'm trying to quit. I'm trying to quit. But every time I turn around, he keeps on blessing me. And he alright. He's alright in the morning. He's alright at the noontime. He's alright in your midnight hour. A life line up. You've been listening to the radio broadcast of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park and Landover, Maryland. If you want to receive a CD or DVD of what you have just heard, please call 301-773-6655 or visit us on the World Wide Web, fbhp.org. And remember, there's power at the park. Oh,